Hello, Momshies, Victoria Dang here. Welcome to Go Momshi Podcast, where I welcome inspiring Momshies all around the world to share their unique stories and their businesses while creating their homes. This video is powered by Go Momshi, motherhood, keep it real, get it done. If you're here live or in replay, make sure to say hello or hi in the comment section below. Today, I'm welcoming Eva Perez from Singapore to the show. As a certified rapid transformational therapy practitioner and a mom of two children, Eva has decided to create a better world for women by acting as a catalyst for moms and mompreneurs to redefine their motherhood journey under their own terms while having fun. So without further ado, I bring Eva to the show. Hi, Eva. Hi, Victoria. Thank you for How having you? me. Yeah, I'm so excited for you to be here, actually. So Thank you. let's talk about what you do. I just have mentioned that you are a certified rapid transformational therapy practitioner or RTTP. That's actually very long. But to be <laughs> honest, it's my first time to hear the word rapid in therapy because I know yes. that therapy takes a long time and process. So can you tell us what it takes to be a RTTP and how fast it could be. Of course, absolutely. So yes, I'm happy to share. Um, pretty much I have been trained and my mentor is UK's number one therapist. Her name is Marisa Peer. And she was the one that really um, started with this modality known as rapid transformational therapy. Mm. And this new uh, type of therapy is a very unique therapy. It's a pioneering mm. therapy that has um, been award-winning therapy for the past years wow. in a row, um, garnering different types of awards like the Stevie Awards in previous years. And pretty much what uh, Marisa Pierre has done is that she has um, implemented several types of modalities into the RTT therapy protocol. So what this means is that in a few sessions between one and three, you're able to really tackle different types. It can be very broad ranging from anxiety, um, you know, panic attacks, um, weight issues, um, childhood issues, uh, depression, insomnia, uh, self-confidence, like, you know, anything uh, that really place us as moms, you know, we, we are living in a very fast paced world and mm -hmm. we tend to feel very overwhelmed and, and frustrated. And there's a yeah. lot of things that come up for, for us, but they tend to have a root cause usually in our childhood, you know, mm -hmm. things that happened when we were little and not necessarily that they have to be extremely traumatic in nature. Mm -hmm. It's just that the way our brain works, it, gives meaning and interpretation to things when they happen to us. So that interpretation and meaning that we give to things becomes a blueprint for us moving forward in life. And we don't know it because it's operating subconsciously. And that is the blueprint that we use for everything else. So sometimes what happens is that during motherhood, 
we become triggered, uh, especially by our kids mostly. And <laughs> yes. we tend to think that it is something that they are doing or a behavior that they are engaging in that is mm -hmm. creating this emotion in us that is coming out and we react. But sometimes what happens is that a lot of that are suppressed emotions and old limiting beliefs that we acquired when we were children. And we are relieving it because it is only when we become mothers that we already uh, have experienced this parent-child relationship. It's, it's now that we are on the other side of it. And so our brain is, is looking for uh, reference points. And it's saying, oh yes, I've been in this similar relationship before, but it is bringing in all of this um, blueprints that we have acquired from the past. And it is putting it out there as if that were the reality. So in rapid transformational therapy, as the name implies, it is mm -hmm. a type of therapy that encompasses a different uh, type of modalities to help mm -hmm. you really get to the root cause of mm -hmm. that particular issue in as little as one to three sessions. Wow. And it helps to rewire and reprogram old limiting beliefs with new empowering, inspiring ones that are really going to help you move closer to your goals, to your dreams, but also to make you feel that you are calmer and happier, right? Mm -hmm. Having really let go of all those beliefs that you believed as a child, but that no longer serve you. Yeah, that's really interesting. And it's really my first time to hear that kind of um, transformational therapy. And it's really nice to know. And I think having rapid therapy as fast as one to three sessions or RTT is very efficient and perfect for moms, yes. busy moms in, gen in general. By the way, um, Eva here has worked with clients in Europe, USA, Asia, Canada, and South Africa, literally almost around the world. Wow. <laughs> this only shows how credible you are, Eva. And so can you share some tools, not all, but just a piece of tool that you have there in order for moms to release emotional trauma and skillfully install new? Yes, absolutely. I would say um, the, the biggest one is really to look for the flavor that is coming up for you whenever you are in a moment where you feel extremely triggered. Um, it could be with mm -hmm. your spouse or with someone, right? It doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. have to be your children, but I use, I use children because they really are the ones that tend to push our buttons. But regardless of who, of who that might be or what the external stimuli might be, we get triggered and we feel an emotion. And it's very important to think of emotions as you know, ice creams and they have different flavors. And mm -hmm. it's really good to connect exactly with what is the emotion that is coming up with uh, for us. Because if we're mm -hmm. able to pinpoint what emotion is coming up for us, we can always find the flip side to it. So for example, if somebody is um, feeling anxiety over something that is happening or a thought that is coming up at that moment, it is, um, it is usually not recommended for, for anybody to step in and try to, to, to make you feel calmer because calm is not really the, the base emotion behind anxiety. Behind um, anxiety, what lies is, for example, excitement mm -hmm. because it is energy. Your, your brain is thinking 
thinking and you're already pondering and exploring different scenarios and what might happen if this and what might happen if, if that. And we yeah. are in a very yeah. active state. So trying to calm down anxiety by thinking that we're just going to like take a couple of deep breaths and bring anxiety down is probably not going to be the first step that we want to do. So we want to look for the polar energy flavor of anxiety, which in this case would be excitement. And when you're trying to look for an activity that makes you feel excited, you're, you're converting that energy. Because remember, as Albert Einstein used to say, we, uh, energy cannot be created, not destroyed. It can only be changed. And that's what we're trying to do. So when we come into a state of excitement about something that inspires us and puts us in the positive, then we're able to bring ourselves down to a baseline of calmness, but only after taking that one step. Another, another uh, quick hack that you can do is, for example, with um, procrastination. Sometimes we find ourselves in moments yes, where that's we true. really don't want to be engaging in a particular activity. And that's usually true. with procrastination to make ourselves or force us to do that activity, which we don't like, might be counterintuitive. So we have to find, again, the polar flavor of that energy, which in this case would be um, confidence, doing something that you like that makes you feel confident because you're good at doing it. The moment that you tap into that, then you can go back to the activity that you were trying to procrastinate, but now you have the confidence element to it. So you're working with the flavors of the different energies in order to help yourself during the day tackle and, and really um, diffuse those energies that are negative in flavor and making yeah. them positive so that also your day goes much more smoothly and that you're able to not really get caught up in that moment that can really mm -hmm. ruin your day and we That's know that true. sometimes happens you know sometimes we have a really rough morning and then the rest of our day seems to go like downhill from there mm -hmm. it is possible to rescue it by just examining and exploring and being very curious about what flavor of energy we were we are engaging in and making sure that we find that polar energy opposite um, in, in the positive sense so that we're able to, to really shift around that vibration in us. Yeah, wow, that's mind blowing, <laughs> but I really like it. It's like so simple, but it's so deep because there's like flavors and then, yes. you know, polar opposite energy. I love it. I really love yes. it and learn so much from it. So that's really an awesome tool there. And let's talk about your job before you got certified as RTTP. You've told me that you are a corporate dropout for 15 years, managing mm -hmm. sales accounts and territories in over 20 countries with multinationals like Adidas, Buick and Black & Decker, developing marketing strategies and collaborating with cross-functional teams across the US. You're and Latin America. Wow, that really sounds amazing and fancy. But my question is, what is the reason you decided to leave that corporate fancy job and start your own business instead? Well, yes, Victoria, I was a, I was a, a, a corporate dropout by 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 chance, not really by choice. Um, my husband got offered a, a really good and and an interesting um, opportunity work-wise in Asia. 
and and we really had to sit down and and take stock of what this meant for him and for us as a family and you know sometimes you have to in baseball they call it a sacrifice play you know like 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 somebody has to take the back seat a little bit so that the other partner can can move up mm-hmm. uh, because this was something that was really true to his to his heart and to his passion and also to his mm-hmm. career growth and i also found the, the the timing very convenient because i had just had my second baby so both of my mm-hmm. children were very very young at that time and i thought that it was also a good opportunity for me to just um take a step back and really enjoy my children and that yeah. magical moment when they are infants and babies that you know goes by so so quickly That's and so true. i looked at it as as an adventure and i said yeah. well let's go and explore what's on the other other side of the world from where i come <laughs> from and uh, i'm a, i'm a very adventurous person naturally and i love to travel i love to see new cultures and meet people from everywhere and so i was very excited at at the opportunity of doing that Obviously, uh being a, m- a mom full time, it is something that I I definitely uh respect a lot for all those mm-hmm. moms that choose yeah. to stay home with their kids because it is truly one of the most rewarding roles ever, but it can also be very very daunting, especially when your little ones um you know need you full time and you're also trying mm-hmm. to navigate a new culture. And, you know, husbands, they tend to already go on their own and into the office. And for them, you know, the, the life just sort of like goes back to normal very quickly. But you're there trying to bring the whole family together, find the right place to live. You know, all those decisions about where to do groceries and, and how will the kids adapt to a new daycare yeah. or a new school and, and what is the best for everyone. So you're you're really having a lot of responsibilities on your plate. And it can become very daunting and overwhelming, as I said. But after a while, when we were all uh, pretty much settled down, I realized mm-hmm. that I did miss having, you know, a purpose or or having a, a, some some other like, yeah, an activity, yeah. other yeah. yeah. Right. And, 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 and again, no, um, not judgment on anyone. This was just mm-hmm. something that for me and for my family dynamic um, to work was really important that I was able to also do something outside for of being a mom myself. Yes, for myself. So then I decided to, to pivot and I decided to, to go into, into creating and founding the Momergy movement mm-hmm. as an answer for the things that I was going through myself and and trying to understand why I was mommy volcano a lot of the time like why was I triggered so much all of the time wait, wait, I like that term mommy volcano where did <laughs> yes, it come from yes. um I think I heard it somewhere some <laughs> and, I, and I said oh my god yes that's me because it, it's like you trying to hold it in and then all of a sudden rah just <laughs> just comes out of nowhere and so um I felt that there was something probably in the background that I couldn't put my finger on it. And then I started to study and and to do a lot of research until I came across uh, rapid transformational therapy and I started to do it on myself. And it was just like a complete change 
because I was able to clear a lot, a lot of limiting beliefs that I was carrying around about myself, about motherhood, about what it meant um, to be in, uh, you know, having a career or what it meant to be uh, or feeling worthwhile or feeling enough. So all those things came up for me in such a powerful way that I started to talk to friends about it. And I started to, to realize that there, that there was a common theme um, for the most part. And so I decided to get certified as an RTT practitioner because I also wanted to bring this into the forefront and start conversations yeah. in, the, in, in the female collective and, and give moms another opportunity, uh, another tool in their toolbox that they can use within their motherhood journey. So they can really navigate it in the, in, the, yes. in the most calm and empowering way that they can. Because motherhood is supposed to be enjoyable. And if you're finding that there's a lot, a lot of friction in your journey and you find yourself being triggered so, so much, it is good to clear that up. And so just to what you said, Victoria, I am a great believer in time efficiencies because I don't have time. My yes, 24 hours in a day is not enough for me, for everything that I have on my plate. So I was really looking for something that really went deep, really went to the core of things, and that it really allowed me to have a transformation that was permanent and that it was real. It wasn't just a Band-Aid. It was a completely new shift in my mindset. Mm -hmm. So that is um, that is why I decided to really leave the corporate life on the side and, and to embark in this new platform where now I derive so much um, purpose and, and fulfillment from knowing that I am helping other moms in their journey. Yeah, that's true. I mean, your shift in your from your career to being a full-time mom and now to being a mompreneur it's all incredible and there's no doubt in my mind that you're going to be so great so i just want to tell you this like one of the pieces of information that i got from you is change the world one family at a time i really like this eva it's like one step at a time but a deeper version so can you <laughs> expand this idea of changing the world through family how can you do that in reality speaking yes i you know the way the way that i that i that i see it is that we are the gatekeepers. We are the ones that are really raising the new generations. And we need to be able to empower them. We need to be able to make our children believe in themselves. And sometimes what happens is that from generation to generation, if this uh, blueprints, as I was talking about earlier, get passed down, because that's the only way that, that you know that's how you were raised, you you tend to repeat that pattern with your children mm -hmm. and so um so what, what is mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is if you want to raise resilient children children that are really going to be world changers when they grow up we need to make sure that the energy that we're bringing in is is one where they feel stimulated and it's mm -hmm. one of of growth and i don't know if you know this but children until the age of 12 they are energetically aligned with your energy so they are absorbing mm. your energy multiple times Amazing. so if you 
if you are the child of a mother that has been depressed or that suffers from from other type of of, of issues you mm -hmm. are going to internalize that as your as your own energy so it's mm -hmm. not that the temperament of the child that comes at play but it's the mom's energy that is that is to some extent having an impact on that mm -hmm. and on their worldview and on their paradigms and their perspectives in life so you have to be conscious uh, as a mom to say, you know, what path do I want to choose? Do I want to choose the path where my children are not only being nurtured because I make sure that the food that they eat is healthy and nutritious, mm -hmm. that, you know, the way that they are surrounded is in a toxic free environment, that they are really stimulated with sports and sunshine and, and outdoor air, but also the energy that they are absorbing at home is equally important and it's equally nourishing or it can be um, or it can put them at, the, at, a, at a disadvantage. So so these are the so these are the premises of why I say if we want if I if we want to change the world, we need to start with the families because that's mm -hmm. where the new generations are being raised. You know, they yeah. they really emulate what they see at home and the gatekeeper yeah. for the most part. And, and this is a broad generalization, but for the most part, a lot of uh, of the lion's share falls on us because we are the ones that are really uh, nurturing our children from the moment that they are born. They're very, very depending on mom and not necessarily dad for that matter. So it is only when they start to grow up that they become more independent and, yeah. and they really uh, um, they create their they own grow. decisions. Yeah. Yes. And their circle of influence also starts to change by, by peers, classmates, other family members, etc. But for the most part, on those first 12 years of life, we are the ones that have a huge, massive impact on their energy, on the way that they are going to show up as adults later on. Mm. And so we need to be watching ourselves a little bit. It's sort of like a mirror. We need yes. to say, you know, what energy are they absorbing from us? Am I a mom that is, for the most part, um, a bit positive, inspiring, empowering them? Yeah. Or am I you know, really going into this other flavors of energy that, mm -hmm. you know, they don't do you any good um, because you just get in a very negative state and, and, and it really limits you. And it That's also uh, makes our children feel that there might be something wrong with them, but there isn't. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know what? It's very interesting because um, it's not a cliche when they said that, oh, you're a parent now, you should be a role model. You should really, because like what you said, your kids will get your energy up until 12 years old. And I think I'm experiencing right now, <laughs> my baby is already one year and five months and he's so energetic. And I feel like, oh my God, that's me. Or like, you know, this is what I'm feeling right now. And so if I'm fuzzy, then he's fuzzy. If he's if I'm yes. a little bit like, you know, um, I'm quiet is going to be quiet as well, but he's yes. so sweet. And I think I'm, I'm sweet as well. <laughs> so what you're <laughs> saying is a very good. So parents can literally, you know, um, think about themselves on what they are because your kids are your reflection. It's like a mirror, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Here, I'm very well, they, they tend to internalize what 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 yeah. is it that they're sensing, and and you know that seventy percent of communication is nonverbal. 
it's mm-hmm. all about you know that that vibe right yes. it's like a vibe, vibe. yeah that's true right and, and you can be very silent giving- but you can be very 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 angry and upset and people pick up on that right they say what's wrong what's mm-hmm. happening and and so if we go into this into this um states where we are angry or we're in a in a negative mental state and our children are like mommy what's wrong and you say nothing nothing is wrong they are starting to have a dissonance where they don't trust themselves anymore because they are sensing something but you're saying that what they're sensing is not correct right mm-hmm. that it's that it's wrong so owning up to our emotions it is important because our children mm-hmm. need to understand that all the emotions are are natural and they will happen all the time. No one cannot, no one can be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. But what we can be is resilient. And resilient mm-hmm. means to be able to experience all the, the, the emotions of the rainbow, but not being completely destabilized by it mm-hmm. because we know that they're they're transitory. Yeah. So so yes, to your point, we are we are big role, role models for them. And one of the things that I encourage other moms to to embrace is the fact that, you know, children will have emotions because that's how that's how they get it all out. You know, they are very, very vocal when they're happy. Mm-hmm. They shriek and, and they and they, you know, shout because they're happy or they dance. But when they're sad, you know, they they cry equally hard because they're just letting all of that out. Yes. And my mentor, she was the one that, that taught me and she said, you know, the emotion that cannot find its expression in tears will cause other organs to weep. And I see it now when I treat uh, older women that are adults in their 40s and, and, and 30s and they and they have never let out the anger that they carried around because it wasn't deemed appropriate because in in the in the household you know being angry or being sad was something that was not fully accepted and they mm-hmm. have completely uh, pushed that down so much that when it comes out it comes out in a in a way that is not the healthiest. So when I see that um, in my practice, I I really am trying to be mindful with my own children to allow them to feel everything that they want, obviously within reason, you know, like you can express anger. I just don't want you to be breaking all the dishes because that is not the way that we operate in the world. (laughs) But you are allowed to be angry and there's nothing wrong with you if that's how you feel. Um, But if we are trying to suppress and telling them, oh, don't cry. It's not such a big deal. Or, you know, you have to be brave. You're not allowed to feel afraid of anything. Then we are not allowing them to have their full human experience Mm -hmm. because as humans, we are going to experience all the emotions at some point. So, so yes. So, so that is one of the things that I also can give uh, as advice to moms is I know that hearing the whining and hearing the tantrums uh, really pushes pushes the buttons, but mm-hmm. the, the children really need to let it all out, yeah. obviously in a safe yeah. place and in a safe way, but also for us to be able to hold space for them when they do so, because mm-hmm. then that way they feel empowered and they feel they feel confident that they are allowed to be themselves with you and at home, which is their safe place. Okay, 
Totally agree with you when it comes to that. Um, I just want to go back to what you said earlier. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you said that um, the blueprints that we have, we tend to do what we experienced during our childhood to our mm-hmm. parenting style or parenting, um, how to call it? Yeah, we tend to copy the parenting style of our parents or what we experienced before when we were a child to, yes. to our present parenting mm-hmm. style. Right? Yes. Am I right? Is that what you yes. said? Okay. So yes. this is my question. Have you experienced um, like a client who, t- who told you that I'm not going to do that. You know, I've seen my parents did it and I totally disagree with it. So I'm very confident that I'm not going to do it when it comes to dealing with my kids in the future. So what can you say about it? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do believe that being conscious and intentional mm-hmm in how you want to show up as a parent is definitely something that um, that we should all take to heart because mm-hmm. we need to be mindful of, okay. of how we want to show up. If you were raised in a way that nowadays as a parent you don't agree with and you want to do it differently, by all means, you know, you you have uh, open open space to do so. What I'm what I'm referring to is those unconscious blueprints mm-hmm. that you're usually not aware of that tend to come up in situations where you feel that your children are triggering you and, and pushing those buttons. Oh, okay. and, and all of a sudden you react in such a visceral, visceral negative way where mm-hmm. you don't know where that came from, where probably okay. what your child was doing yes. was, mm-hmm. was it, it didn't warrant the reaction that you had. And those are the moments where you can see like those pet peeve things during the day with your Mm -hmm. children that are like the biggest triggers. Those are really good clues that tell you that there's something operating your subconscious that Mm -hmm. is like a little pebble in the shoe that you're that you're walking around with. That that is something that was internalized probably in a way that wasn't that wasn't the the, the best, and that you still have it, and then you that's why you react to that. So okay. when you do have <laughs> those moments, it is good to go to the root cause and to really clear that up. Because the more that you do that inner work of clearing up those blueprints that are old and that they are limiting and that they no longer apply in your life anymore. It's how you become more like a blank slate and where you're able to really focus on the present and the future and move forward into the direction that you truly want. That's true. But if or you what, keep what I'm playing. Saying, okay. Yes. Yes. Go okay. ahead. So what I'm saying is it's that, for example, those people are saying that I'm not going to do what parents did to me when I was young. Sometimes they mm-hmm. do things similarly as what their parents say but they're in denial that's why it's very important actually to go back to the root that's what that's what you said that even though your whatever you say is actually the opposite of what you're doing especially when triggers comes in right or the triggers come into you to your life for example if your kids trigger you and even though you're like saying in your mind and you're aware that i'm not going to do this because this is what your parents did to me right Sometimes you forget that because the roots are very important because it's the foundation of your life. If you didn't touch, if you haven't touched that, then it will be very hard for you to realize what's really going on, even though in your mind you have that plan, you have that goal that this is going to be my parents parenting style you know what i'm saying you know it's like i call it i call it correcting the inner autocorrect because of that because because you wake up with all the intentions of being calm 
of being present, of, you know, being all the things, right? Yeah. And then 9 a.m. rolls around and you already yelled, you already threatened, you already, <laughs> you know, true. did timeouts, you already like did all the things that you promised to yourself that you were not going to do the night before mm -hmm. because you were riddled with guilt. And you were mm -hmm. like, oh my God, you know, I really overreacted. My child is only three or four or whatever. And poor thing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like doing the things that I said I didn't want to do. But then the next day you go ahead and you sort of do them and you go into this loop where you start to feel bad about yourself because you mm -hmm. say, oh my God, I did it again. It must mean mm -hmm. that I'm a worse you know, person or that mm -hmm. I, I don't have the self-discipline or the self-control. And it's none of that. It is the old blueprint that is still playing in the background. It's like the autocorrect in our phones. Sometimes we yeah. want to write podcast and then the text comes out as apple pie and then we need to erase <laughs> and put podcast and then it goes back to apple pie. That internal autocorrect is our subconscious and it, it is operating in the background even when we don't realize it. And those are our blind spots. So mm -hmm. what I do advise is that if you find yourself in this type of situation where you have tried consciously and intentionally, but you keep like going back going into the back. same loop, it might be a good uh, time to really do RTT, find mm -hmm. out what is it that is triggering you, clear that up, and then you know, when you start to to see the change that you say, oh my God, actually this doesn't trigger me anymore. It's because you have effectively dealt with that old blueprint, you discarded it, and now you have a new one to operate into. So yes. that is the beauty of, of the subconscious is that if you are conscious about something and mm -hmm. your subconscious is on board, you are going to go whatever you want to go. But if you're conscious about something, but your subconscious still hasn't received the memo, it, it, it hasn't gotten the command, then it's going to continue to go the other way. And that's where you find yourself at odds and you feel like, why, why do I do it again? And I already, you know, did this and I, I, I feel terrible, but I just keep doing it. And I don't know how to break that cycle. Well, with RTT, you can break that cycle because we go yes. straight into the root cause. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. So I'm going to put up the name of Eva's company here so people can see it while we're chatting. So by the way, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Eva. She's a certified rapid transformational therapy practitioner, CEO of Mommer, the Momergy Movement and a mom of two children. So let's talk about your children. How are they, Eva? So I have two little ones. Um, my eldest, he's five. And then my youngest, she's three going on 15. She's like a firecracker. And she really is like, she's her own person. And I love her for it. And then I have found myself sometimes being um, being triggered by that. Because when I was growing up, I wasn't allowed to be that assertive. And I wasn't allowed mm -hmm. to have my voice. Mm -hmm. And so I can see how that dynamic was playing out um, for a while until I even did RTT on myself. And then that has certainly changed. And, and I love it because now um, my kids, I, I really can see them for who they are. I really can see that each one of them has their own personality and they are their own person. And it, it's so refreshing when you're able to see at your kids from that perspective of, of really just looking at them and accepting what they like, what they do, how they do it without trying to have this um, subconscious, um, you know, re redirecting where you're yes. trying to, to, to make them or somehow. Forcing, yeah. 
you know, or forcing them to to sort of like like what you used to like or do what you used to do, but you truly accept that they are completely different, that they are coming in with a blank slate. Yeah, that's it very does, liberating. Yeah, it's very liberating, and and I am so so thrilled that they are my biggest teachers. I have learned so much from them because really uh, I have internalize that it is not what they are doing or not doing it is not what they are telling me or not telling me it has been always like me looking at the projection and then reacting towards that like they are those little mirrors but to be able to to make my children feel seen and feel heard it feels so liberating because then you feel that your role as a mother can really be empowering and uplifting and inspiring and fun. Mm -hmm. And I believe in having fun. And, and, you know, life is already complicated enough. We have so many things on our plate, so many things that we want to do. Um, we have so many other roles outside of being moms. And so, you know, this is such a, a short time in our children's lives before they grow up and they become independent and they become their own person then for me, you know, just wasting time going into this negative loops, as they call them, while our children are growing up and we're missing out on all those beautiful nuances of them finding mm -hmm. themselves, having different likes and, and, and um, obsessions and then changing it and then just, you know, going for something else. It, it, it really is liberating. And, and I feel it's what all moms at the end of the day, we want to be able to, to do we want to enjoy it fully, like yes. the whole the whole process mm -hmm. of it. So they are they are wonderful kids. They are being mm -hmm. raised trilingual. So nice. so I speak Spanish to them. My husband speaks German, and they are in an English environment. And they are citizens of the world. And I am so thrilled that they have this opportunity to really experience so many different cultures, and and to and to be friends with children that have different customs, that yes. have different ways of doing things because it's so enriching. It, mm -hmm. it really gives them such a bigger perspective than what I had when I was growing mm -hmm. up um, that I can only wonder what is in store for them when they grow up. So one of the things that I, I ask my kids uh, constantly is, what problems or issues do you want to solve in the world instead of asking them <laughs> what do they want to be when they grow up? Because I think that that way really to ask for five-year-old no, three-year-old kids, but it would be fun to hear their answers. I would be surprised. I yeah. uh, some very amazing answers um, yeah. where they are becoming more conscious about the environment and my son, he's obsessed with mermaids and he wants to save the mermaids. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> you have to save the oceans and the fish and everything. Yeah. So this, this, is, so this cool. is a great way to get started with the conversation, um, even yeah. if it's that early on. But, you know, the flip side is it's also uh, by the same token, it would be very early to ask a, uh, a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? And yet that is a very common question, right? I want to be a doctor, I want to be a firefighter, yeah. I want to do this. And so um, understanding that there are things in the world that they can tackle, address, and help solve is very empowering. And, and so I, I believe that there are very fun conversations to be had if you, if you tweak the, the question mm -hmm. around and you start getting them um, invested in, in what's around them in the mm -hmm. world. So I can imagine having two children can be overwhelming and challenging. But can you tell us how do you manage your business while being a present mom? 
Yes, that um, that is something that really has to play into into dropping the narrative of balance, you know, mm -hmm. work-life balance. We hear it so much. And I feel that when we buy into that narrative, we tend to hinder ourselves even more because it's like trying to juggle all the balls in the air. And it's even more stressful trying not to drop them. And so I try to change a little bit that metaphor and I go more with harmony, being in harmony with what is and flowing with what is. So mm -hmm. you have to understand what your season in life is too. What do I mean by that? So for example, when we moved and we were moving continents, we were really like uprooting our lives and, and really just changing uh, not only geographic locations, but culture and, and, and languages and everything in between. I knew that that was my season in life to focus on my family's transition and well-being. It was not the season in life for me to try to do 10 million work projects and trying to get them all out. Um, and that is what I mean by being in harmony. Like you have to really play with those rhythms because it's effortless. When you are in harmony, you just go a little bit more with what comes up. Yeah. And, and you're able to react in a much calmer way. But mm -hmm. also when you're calm, your parasympathetic nervous system also allows you to be uh, more well adjusted at coming mm -hmm. up with creative solutions. Mm -hmm. When you're stressed, you like hit a wall. Like you cannot see beyond a certain point, right? Because you're yes. so overwhelmed, like you, you yes. can't see it. Mm -hmm. And so um, allowing yourself to understand what season in life you're in is important. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you see season in life might be too broad. Mm -hmm. Try to take the pulse of what the season of your week is going to look like. You know, if your child is, 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 is looking like he's having a cold and maybe like spiking a fever, then you know that the week might require you to be up at night, that you're going to have to be tending to doctor's appointments or, or, or really making sure that your child feels, feels taken care of. And so you have to put a at certain things in the back burner during that week, right? But then yes. there are other weeks when all of a sudden um, your children go to daycare or they go to school and you say, well, I have X amount of hours where I can really, really, you know, churn out what I need to do and take care of my projects and mm -hmm. make sure that I get them done. And then you become in that season where you're productive. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's about understanding the rhythms Mm -hmm. Not only within yourself, but also within what is happening in your family and, and going with that harmony flow instead of trying to balance it. Because life is not 50-50. That's true. Um, and 100%. Also, and relationships are not 50-50. You know, if I went to my husband one day and I said, listen, you know, there's still three more plates and one more glass in the sink, but I'm not going to wash it because this spoon is the 50 of my share and then yeah. you need to do the other 50 That's he would so be funny. like you have really gone insane like how can you even measure what is 50 50. so so you have to you have to really understand that it's more about being in harmony with the mm -hmm. rhythms that are yeah. presenting to you in that moment embracing them and knowing that you know those balls that we're all trying to juggle some are rubber some are glass be mindful which ones are glass. If those yeah. balls fall, they really, really, really get damaged. Those yeah. are our health, our relationships, our children, right? Like those yeah, true. Balls. But the other one, you can place them on the floor and say, you know what, this week is not happening 
it's not happening for whatever reason. And, and, and to have that mindset shift of, of understanding this, it really frees you up so much. And as I said, you show up in a much calmer way that allows you to get even more done in less time because you are in flow and you're not trying to, you know, go, cram go with them. Yeah. Yes, with like fighting, fighting reality. That's true, yeah. So we've talked about a couple of things and I'm going to put some information up out here of Eva's. So you can check Eva's website. It's uh, themomergymovement.com. Am I, you know, um, pronouncing it right? The yes. Momergy, right? Momergy okay. Movement. Momergy yes. Movement. So you can follow her on Instagram. It's www.instagram.com slash Movement. And you can also like her Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash Movement. And you can listen to her podcast, which is www.mamergyessentials.com. So you have mentioned that you are giving away free connection session. Can you tell us about it? Of course, yes. I am delighted for any mom, mompreneur, working mom that feels like you are resonating with um with this um you know blueprint this volcano mommy this feeling triggered or this negative looping that you have with your reactions or just plain feeling overwhelmed and frustrated and and, and anxious about what is happening in your life i am more than happy to have a connection call with you in order to talk a little bit what might be happening behind the scenes how your inner autocorrect might be sabotaging you or, or, or operating from an old limiting blueprint. And even if we don't work together, at least you're going to come out with some techniques that are going to help you to face what you're going through in a much calmer, easeful way and, and not feeling that overwhelm and frustration that tends to, to be the flavor for the most part that, that we experience. So you can book your free connection call and we can get on a, on a, on a, on a call and really discuss what is it that is coming up for you. And I would be happy to, to share some tips and steps that you can take immediately. But also if you want to continue working with me and, and really get on a full RTT session and have a rapid transformational experience with permanent results that are going to help you really understand what is at the core and, and reframe it with new empowering, inspiring beliefs, then you can do so through this connection call. That's going to be great. So momshies, if you're listening right now and you want to grab that free connection session with Eva, I'll put the link on the description below or in the comment section. If I, I were you, I'll take advantage of this opportunity because it's so rare to see someone who is as bright and nurturing like Eva here. So if you have any questions to Eva, please send her an, e an email. It's om or om at the momergymovement.com so just one last last question to you eva if you were to give all our listeners a motivational piece of information what would you tell everyone right now either being a mom or being an entrepreneur oh my god the first thing that i would say is you are doing amazing mama you really are like if nobody has told you that today please allow me to be the first one to tell you that you are doing great because 
you are showing up. Just, you know, just the fact that you are showing up each and every day. And I know that sometimes it feels like it's one step forward and two steps behind or whatever season it might be for you. Maybe, you know, you are really going through very difficult situations at the moment and, and you really feel like you're at the end of your rope. Please know, please know that you've got this, that you are doing amazing, just showing up and being yourself and and eventually you know things are are finding their way right we we have to trust the process we have to trust that we are moving in the right direction and obviously there are people in our life that can give us a little bit extra boost a little bit of help hold our hand for a little bit there's so many tools and and there's so many um support systems all around us and it's okay to ask for help you know if there's no need to be wonder woman there's no need to say i'll do it on my on my own and i will figure it out on my own allow yourself to to have somebody help you out if that's what you feel that you need and that doesn't make you less of a mom it actually means that you are somebody that is looking after yourself so that you can look after your little ones and your family and your loved ones so kudos to you i salute you i applaud you i believe in you and, and again, there is nothing wrong with feeling bent. Sometimes that is the season that we're in. And if we look for the right help, we are able to navigate that in, in, a, in, a, in a healthier way, perhaps, probably in a shorter time frame as well than if we try to figure it all out. But if you feel like you need to reach out for help, please do so. And know that um, that you know other moms might be feeling the same way that you're not the only one, because it tends to be uh, like a bubble. Sometimes it feels like we are the only ones with that problem, that we are the only ones feeling that particular emotion, or that we feel that our situation is 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 really isolated, and it isn't. So it's good to reach out uh, to talk to friends, but also to talk to. Uh, to people that are there and they have the tools to help you out if need be, because this is this is a long game, right? It is it is not something that motherhood is 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 like a one to two year contract. It's it's a lifelong thing, That's and if we true. want to have our children remember us as moms that were fully present, that they were that we were calm, that we empowered them, that we helped them and that we connected with them, then we also need to do self-management. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we have to put on our oxygen mask first before we can help others. And if that's what the season of your life requires, then by all means do so. There's there's no judgment on that at all. Yeah. That's beautiful. And there's no question in my mind that you can change the world one family at a time. That's my favorite line. <laughs> Thank you for being in the podcast, Eva. I also Thank like you so much, yes. Victoria. It was lovely also, to be here. Yes, thank you. I also would like to thank our viewers and listeners for being here. You chose to be with us, me and Iva, and we are so grateful for that. So mom, she is, let's worry less and use kind words every day. You've got this, like what Eva said. We'll see you in the next episode of Go Mom She Podcast. Bye. Bye.